from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my butt right here. Welcome to Shady Pines, an afterthought media podcast on which gay people discuss the Golden Girls. Today we're talking about season two, episode 18, titled Forgive Me, Father. First from show business, please say hello to Adam Salandra. Adam Salandra, how are you? He of show business. Uh, welcome back for another week of Shady Pines. Thanks, Joe. It's been quite a week, but good to be back with you. Yeah, another another whole seven days of just you going back to your life. And I don't know how we got him two weeks in a row. Lucky. But we have... Let me tell you this. Not only is he the co-founder of Pride 48, a gay podcasting network. Not only is he a co-host on the podcast uh, Mix Minus. Not only is he have his own personal journal show... Uh, geeky gay available wherever you get your podcast. Not only is he one of the hosts of But First, a Survivor recap podcast. No, no, that's a Big Brother repast, right? No, and then he's also the co- a co-host yes. on Survivor's Ready, which is a Survivor <laughs> podcast. He is yeah. my co-host on a show called Throwing Down, a show that I know, Salandra, you listen to religiously. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so, Burns, let me tell you this. You didn't I, introduce say, him yet. Okay, well, to whoever, whoever's listening, Adam Salandra <laughs> is saying that he listens to this right now. He barely makes it the first 10 minutes of the recap show. <laughs> that's not tr- I mean, it, it sounds true. I can see why you might think that that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more than 10 minutes, absolutely. 15. Okay, 15 and uh, it's Adam Burns. Hello, Adam Burns. Hi, Joe. How are you? How's it going? <laughs> Good. It's been a week. Um, I'm really tired because I had to cook this Japanese dish, but we'll talk about all about that on Throwing Down. Yeah. So. When did you make this yeah. Japanese dish? Uh, well, you know, I don't know when this is being released, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, I made it the day before we recorded Throwing Down. So I made it the day of. I don't, what are you talking about? Oh, the day it of. Was the la- wow. It, was, you're, so it you- was the last meal I ate. Oh, well, you, you beat me then. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a procrastinator, but normally I do it. I, I cook the meal the day before. Now, for our Patreon subscribers, we have a Discord where we post the photos of the of the meal that we cooked. I already posted mine. Have you posted yours? Yeah, yours looked so – yours looked so – I always try to make mine look pretty, uh-huh. but yours looked like a magazine yeah. photo. Joe, that's Seriously, so nice. I, that's very nice It looked you. really good. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm looking I, right I, now. I have my own magazine. It doesn't now it doesn't always look good. No. Your photos don't always look good, but that specific photo, the way you put it on the brown placemat yeah. with the little fork and the framing. You can sell it very, this. I it is I it, wish I would have used a different colored bowl because you can't see the rice. No, but I, I mean I, I had thought mine looked pretty because I had the shaved radishes and I the haven't lemon seen it. rinds is, is, and everything is it on, on here. There. Yeah, yeah, but yours is much better than mine. I mean, I mine looks like a bunch of slop on a plate. I didn't. Put I would the eat dicot- both. 
I wouldn't put the daikon radish because um, my dad, who only eats carnival food, would have never eaten that. Uh, let me see here. Let me go to the Discord here. I'm going to look. Now, by the way, uh, you guys should go to the Porn Decor Lounge when you have a chance. Oh, yeah. Look at the daikon radish. Yeah, look at that. Now, what's uh, in Porn Decor Lounge? Oh, you know, I don't say it on the air, but uh, I was very interested in what I saw there yesterday. Um... I don't yeah. think I know who that is, but I'm no, gonna find it, out. No, it, it's not a famous person. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll be doing more reading. I will say. Now yeah. I might not catch throwing down every week, but I do like to see what's posted in Porn Decor Lounge. <laughs> really porn do. Decor Lounge. Do you ever go to Porn Decor Lounge, Adam? I only went. I only went there that once when you asked me to post the the Twitter <laughs> account of the guy that that I follow on twitter that i think is cute mm-hmm. and then you didn't comment at all so i guess oh, I, I, but I, didn't I, I started following him on twitter oh yeah? yeah but did you see the one where he's literally doing we what is it what is it uh sw- what the the yeah, yeah. health thing ring fit the, adventure ring fit you, did you see the one where he's doing that and he's squatting up and oh, down yeah. and you see his whole yeah. like winking at yeah. you yeah you know what's so basically. weird you know what's so weird is uh uh, I um, there. Uh, how do I put this? There's a listener who she was friends with uh, these twink YouTubers. Okay, and they were a couple, a gay couple. Okay, a gay couple, the twink YouTubers, and then they split up and whatnot. And she stayed friendly with both of them. And she mentioned recently that one of them had an OnlyFans. Well, the one that had an OnlyFans, I'm like, oh, he's really cute, right? So I th- I'll throw a few bones to his OnlyFans. First of all, I every time I, I fall for this OnlyFans, every single fucking time. What a fucking ripoff this OnlyFans mm-hmm. is, right? This rarely guy, not disappointing. It's always disappointing, right? Yeah, rarely not disappointing. I paid 10 bucks for the month, and it's just literally 80 shots of his ass. Not that it's a badass, but I'm like, okay, I've seen this 80 times, right? But... <laughs> The other thing, though, the other thing, though, this is really sad, and I'm not making a joke here or anything like that. I even had, I even reached out to this girl and said, you need to reach out and be a good friend. I saw, like, this, and this turned me uh, off. This is not a thing for me. Like, the track marks, needle track marks oh. on the arms and stuff like that. Oh. And I was like, oh, God. Well, um, so I've got a, well, if you're disappointed by OnlyFans from the get-go, then this trick won't work for you. Mm-hmm. But I have a habit of subscribing to things and then forgetting uh, that I've subscribed and then having to pay for them for years and yeah. not realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam, so Adam Burns do, still pays for Earthlink.net. <laughs> right. And <laughs> um, no, I do. I do have a a resume builder site yeah. that I still pay for. Yeah. I haven't used it in six years, probably, sure. and I pay monthly. Yeah. And I don't even remember how to unsubscribe. But anyway, regardless. Yeah. Um, so what I do, if I'm interested in someone's OnlyFans, immediately after I subscribe, yeah. I click unsubscribe. Same. Immediately. And then, and then what it does is it keep, you get your subscription for 30 days so you can see all their stuff. And you don't have to remember to unsubscribe because you just did it. So I immediately do it. I'm like subscribe, unsubscribe. Now, have there it, been any like, one right after? Have there the been other. any OnlyFans where you were glad you subscribed? 
it's cheap, so glad I subscribed. I, I've, you know, I've enjoyed a couple. Mm-hmm. There's been, yeah, there's been some where I'm, there have been a few where I'm like, okay, I don't regret it, but mm-hmm. there has yet to be one that I didn't unsubscribe from immediately just to make sure I don't pay for a second month. I don't need it. But actually, mm-hmm. speaking of, I rarely do it, but just last week, yeah. I saw someone on Twitter and I was like, I do. I would like to see more. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and popped on OnlyFans, and sure. I was logged out because it had been so long. And they said you could log in through your Twitter, so I did that. Yeah, signed up, and I then saw that I signed up through my work's Twitter account because I run that as well. Oh no! So oh, no. it hasn't been brought up yet, but without question, my boss received an email to that email account saying that it, we have signed up for an OnlyFans page. So but you, luckily, you work for oh, a gay no. media company. I do, but it's not really like looking at porn is not usually a part of the workday, unfortunately. Now, I will tell you something that I am disappointed with that I was just looking at today yeah. that I paid a lot of money for. My OnlyFans. Um, no. I subscribed back in November. Mm-hmm. You got, are you guys familiar with the Warwick Rowers? Yes. Or the Warwick Rowers? No, who are they? Okay. Well, it, they, they put out, it's, it's a, it started out as a rowing team in somewhere in the UK. Mm-hmm. And every year they would do a calendar, a naked calendar. Sure. And they're not gay, but they were really marketing to gay folk. Mm-hmm. And they, then they, you know, they just, they said, okay, our, our mission is going to be to spread LGBTQ plus rights and yada, yada. And, you know, being okay with nudity and sexuality and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And they were associated with that university, but then they split off and now they, you know, whatever. They have a website. They do, but what they, they have this. You can subscribe for digital. Instead of getting the calendar, you can get digital and you can also do vi- – they do videos now. Mm-hmm. And they're all really hot. I mean they're they're athletes. Yeah. So, I mean, they're all really hot. But I paid like – I want to say $250. $250 for what? For – it's well, it's a, for a year subscription and you're supposed to get a new video every month and, and all this kind of stuff. But what I found out about myself is there's only so much of – athletic men frolicking near a pool that i enjoy seeing yeah. before i get bored yeah. you know it's not porn right. they're just naked and they're doing things so i'm like well that was kind of a waste of 250 dollars yeah. because i'll i'll watch like five minutes away you know like a video came out today or whatever and i watch i'm like oh they're splashing each other in the pool again mm-hmm. great <laughs> you know and i'm like wonderful and i've got eight more months of this and i paid 250 dollars for it so so landry what's your yeah. biggest porn regret well, I'm not thrilled about sending that to my job's email. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah. Regret isn't something I paid for, you mean? Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess. I don't have any other regrets. Um, I, I honestly, mm-mm. There's, th- this is the golden age on the internet I rarely pay. In fact, only this new medium has gotten me curious. Uh, but, the, but you already said it. So many are disappointing. So yeah. many are disappointing. Yeah, and then some want you to pay additional pay per view for like the good stuff, which it's like, yeah. oh no, fool me once, baby. Yeah. yeah, my my biggest porn regret is actually making one that my stepfather oh. saw my profile on Flirt for free. 
that's my biggest porn regret. Did he flirt with you? No. Do you think your uncle that you made out with has seen it? I don't know. Maybe I should ask him. You should. Is there uh, an all right, episode? On that note, let's take a break and we'll come back right after this and talk about the Golden Girls. Dorothy's attracted to one of the other teachers at her school and is frustrated that he's yet to ask her out. The girls convince her to ask him to dinner herself, which she does, and he accepts. When he arrives, everyone, including Dorothy, is shocked to learn that he's a Catholic priest. Later, he asks Dorothy to meet him for dinner because he's thinking of leaving the church. The girls are in a tizzy that a priest is willing to give everything up for Dorothy. She feels guilt and wants to call it off. She meets him at the church and pours her heart out, only to learn... There was yet another misunderstanding. He was only thinking of leaving his parish church to teach full-time at the high school. Everyone laughs, and all is well. Let's just go quickly around the room here. Uh, Adam Burns, uh, what, were your, what was your big hot take on this episode? Like it? Didn't like it? What do you, what's going on here? Um, I liked it, and I watched it right after last week's one that we watched, oh, good, yeah. and um, you know, and and so because I'm not a fan of the flashback episodes, yeah. I was glad to get a, a a real story. I guess my take is, um, my memorable moments were any any time that Blanche says something about a a hot sweaty. You know, something she she did one of her things where she's talking about some situation and it becomes sexual. I don't remember the exact verbiage, but I always enjoy those. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I, I don't know. I enjoy Sophia's little, you know, schemes like she's going to go win at bingo. And then anyway, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And uh, those were the things that my favorite parts were probably Blanche and, and Sophia. What about you, Cilantro? What were your, what were your hot take on this episode? Well, this follows a very similar story structure as one of my favorite episodes, which mm-hmm. is when Rose brings a little person home as a date and everyone's little, shocked. But this time a it's little a romance, yeah. So I absolutely yeah. love that of it. Um, mm-hmm. But because of that, it made it slightly less. It, it just it's just not that for me because I yeah. I mean that's one of my all time favorites. But that said, not comparing it is definitely solid on its own. Um, giving us a new version of that, which their reactions are always just to see them one at a time. And they always have it so that Sophia comes in a little later so that even once it's all settled down, then she can make a joke. And it's just really, really good. Yeah. Uh, You know, a couple of interesting things here. First of all, I really like this episode. And I like Adam. Here's the thing. It's a trope I feel they revisit often, you know, Mm -hmm. is that the – the girls asks uh, one of the girls asks somebody out, and the person is different than they thought that person was going to be. Like for instance, not only that, but the one where uh, Blanche thinks the guy, the her like gym teacher, is attracted to her, the gym or, or her aerobics coach. You know, oh yeah, it's not the same thing. But it's all it, 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 the, the the plot line is one of the Golden Girls thinks someone likes them in a way that they don't really like them. And mm-hmm. I always like. Or, or what about yeah. like when she dates a blind man, but she doesn't know he's blind till after? Yes, yes. Or the time when Sophia becomes a mob boss and she kills everyone in the family who crossed her. That was a weird one, too. It's not the Precisely. same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, 
what I will say, a couple of weird things is uh, I just happened by chance on YouTube, Rue McClanahan on Joan Rivers, which is so funny because Joan Rivers is a reference in this episode, on Joan Rivers uh, had a talk show at one point competing with Johnny Carson. And uh, Rue McClanahan was a guest, and they had just finished season two. She talked about it. And, uh, you know, Joan Rivers asked about Blanche being a whore, you know. And Rue said something very interesting, that since, and since it's her characterization, and I think that's very important, is that in her mind, Blanche doesn't really sleep around. That she's only really gotten with a few men, and that as, of, as of the filming of this uh, talk show she's only been with like four or five men but that but that a lot of the stuff that Blanche is talking about is fantasy and not real that is in her head and it's imagined it's her imagination huh. and I thought that was very interesting that's how Rue McClanahan saw Blanche that is interesting isn't it interesting that, that Rue McClanahan doesn't think that Blanche really sleeps with all these men that this is a fantasy in her head well we see that's the not how it's portrayed yeah, it's not how it's portrayed. Though. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Even in this episode, she talks. Isn't there some story about? Or is that the sleeping one, where she talks? Where she? Um, oh, they checked into a Holiday Inn. And yeah, she said. Yeah. She said I was. I I was in a. I had a fling with a man of the cloth, and we we finally had to give in to our lust, and we checked into a Holiday Inn, and yeah, it sounds like Rue slightly judges um sluts and so perhaps she thought let me just make this a little more respectable but i would have to disagree with her yeah there you go um the other thing i think was really interesting about this episode maybe this is where we i don't think you know i usually like to try and draw the themes of the episode into our real lives and i don't think any one of us is i don't think fall in love with a catholic priest um but but two things we can talk about a is mark is very religious that's close but what I what what really what really struck me what really struck me is, and I really do believe this in watching this episode. And once it struck me, I started listening for this. Is that the, I, I should see who wrote this episode? But it felt like a gay man writing under the rules of eighty sitcoms on falling in love with a gay man, you know. And falling in love with a guy, maybe that was what they, what they wanted. I don't know. Solandra, what do you think? It had a, a lot of the same thing. Like I know we can never be together. That whole thing. And I mean, that's interesting. I didn't think of it that way, but it it would be cool if it was like coded because they're of course working. I actually know uh, one of the writers who's definitely a gay man, and he, mm-hmm. I mean, like w- maybe they were like, I want to write about my experience, but can't quite so well the uh, yeah the other thing i was thinking about is is you could twist it in that it it was the golden because you know i kathy griffin had a line that i thought was really good about not about the golden girls about sex in the city and she was making fun of people women who think that they're like samantha or whatever and her point was that sex in the city is a show written by gay men for gay men and that these women are just stand-ins for gay guys right and maybe there were time where because could this be a, a situation where a gay uh, person, being Dorothy, standing for gay men, like the Golden Girls are gay men. Dorothy falls in love with a guy who's straight and yeah. thinks he's giving the signs, and he's really straight and unavailable. And I'm wondering maybe if it was written from that perspective. I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah, because it 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 seemed to have sort of that coded language. And that said, Adam, did you ever fall for a, a straight guy? And, and how did that work out with a, or a person who was completely unavailable? No, no, oh, no, no. Really? I like I. The fact that someone's straight totally turns me off. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I don't know what it is. I if, if someone's straight, I don't even find most times. I don't even find straight guys attractive. Mm-hmm. Just because I guess it's because unattainable does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. So I it hasn't. Yeah. What about you, Salandra? Probably. I, well, you I were mean, the straight guy. Yeah. Well, I had a, I all when I wasn't out like at my jobs or in college, all my girlfriends, actual boyfriends, hated me because they thought I was a threat and they just didn't know that I definitely mm-hmm. was not. Um, but uh, I'm sure I had crushes on straight guys, but but here's my question. Here's my question with your tricks because you were like I I I thought I was straight. I was living as a straight man, and I would mm-hmm, do these mm-hmm. like you know you would just you know I slept with a, a a gay guy or something like that, right? Did you ever? When did you actually start developing emotional feelings, or did you actually ever develop emotional feelings or anything like that? Oh, I'm still waiting to develop emotional. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, you, do you do you think it's going to happen on the wedding night yeah. or? I know, well, wedding? yes, because wedding nights when you first have sex for the first time. So I do assume. Oh, right. That so finally, you get to that, get get, get those Sean's feelings. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, now I forget the real question. I'm sorry. The question was: When you were doing this straight thing, when you were not comfortable yeah. with your sexuality, did you ever develop feelings for either any of your tricks or for anybody in general? When did you start developing a, an emotional homosexual relationship? I did. I would. I would become obsessive, but in a lust, like in an infatuation way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would be very obsessive with with if I thought they were cute because it suddenly everything sort of. It was so not an option for me as it in, in everyday life mm-hmm. as it is like here in West Hollywood openly. Yeah. Um, so I, it always felt like this is the last opportunity. So if I thought someone was cute, mm-hmm. I literally have to be with this person. Um, so I got a little crazy back in the, in my younger years. In well, my how youth. would you reconcile that you were quote unquote straight? How would you reconcile? Well, that's, that's the other thing. I, it was not like we could, I was not interested in being in a relationship. We wouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. It was just like I needed their, um, I needed them to be into me, maybe, and then we'd go from there. I don't know. We never got yeah. that far. Who's to say? You know, I, I want to go back. You asked me if I'd ever had a thing for a straight guy. Mm-hmm. I I had a um a guy that I hooked up with a lot when I was in college. Your uncle? Who who no. Who had a girlfriend the whole time we were um hooking up, and I think by the end, because we were hooking up over the course of a couple of years, mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I think they were engaged oh my gosh. by the time. Uh, now, I don't know that he was straight because obviously he was having sex with me, mm-hmm. but he was in a straight relationship the whole time. Yeah. So It's a shame for him. I, I always yeah. feel bad. I mean, that I, was me. I was, his, I was his side piece, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. You, know? you were on the right, DL. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, okay, so, uh, let's, because, you know, we, we have very limited time with both of you, actually. You guys both have to get going. Divas. They're both divas. So let's get to the references, because there are a lot of them. Adam, we're going to play the same game we played last week. So burned, by the way. I'm going to give you some references. You got to tell me who they are, and Solange is going to agree or disagree. Okay? 
Okay, I did pretty well last week. Let's see how I do this week. How you do this week? First one, Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Oh, I've met her. You have, and uh, yeah, uh, and uh, she is a female comedian. Female comedian. Oh, she's passed away. She's since passed away. Yeah, she's she's dead. She she's famous for getting a lot of plastic surgery. So, Landry, are you going to agree with this? I reluctantly agree. Reluctantly, you would be correct. He, that is exactly who it is. She was very much then. She was very. This was. This would have been at the height of Joan Rivers' powers when this episode aired. She used to be the permanent uh, replacement host for Johnny Carson. Um, and then he got mad at her. Were we? Maybe it was last episode, but we were just talking about Johnny Carson got mad at someone because he went off and had his own. show. Yeah. So Johnny Carson was the king of late light. There was no one who would go against him, and there were several times people who were very close to him or were guest hosts or whatever, would go off and try and do their own thing. And uh, he would take it very, very personally, you know? And so Dick Cabot was one of them. That was last week. And Joan Rivers, you know, uh, they were very, very close. And he, when she went off, this is around this time, she went off with the new Fox network and started her own late night talk show to compete against him. He hung up on her, and he never. She called him and told him he hung up on. He never spoke to her ever again. Ever again. Wild. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but she would have been very, very famous at the time. Okay, next one, a minor bird, a minor bird. Sophia asks she's a minor bird. So Burns, do you have an idea what a minor bird is? I feel like that's the bird that. Oh, I'm getting confused with a canary in a coal mine. Maybe, maybe a minor bird is the one that, um, repeats things that people say. All right. You agree with that, Salandra? Yeah. That sounds nice. That's exactly what the minor bird is a mimicking, uh, bird that mimics what people say. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Adam Burns. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Basketball player? I thought it was going to be my guess said in that same. Inquisitive tone. True. Basketball player played for the LA Lakers, very tall, like seven feet, and he used to always famously wear these like big giant plastic goggles because he wore glasses, but he couldn't wear those on the on this court. So he wore these big cla- giant plastic goggles. And that's what they're referencing there. Uh, what's funny is I just talked about this on the Rumor Mill, a show that Adam Slanger listens to regularly, religiously actually. Mm-hmm. So I, I take it he listens to all of the he afterthought only shows to religiously. Shows. He only listens right? to afterthought shows all day okay. while he's working. He just listens to afterthought shows. Mm-hmm. A concert, he helps me concentrate. No, yeah, and Adam and go to sleep. Adam Burns, you're a musician, so you might know what this is. A concertina. A concertina. I'll tell you, it's a musical instrument. I should mm-hmm. know what that is, but it's it's really. I want to say. I want to say a type of organ, possibly, or some sort of piano-like instrument. What do you say to that, Silandra? I love it. I don't know. This might be like a... a I don't know what, how the judges decide here. So a concertina... I, what's funny, I just talked about this in the room, though, that I want one. Uh, famously, you guys will know what this is. A concertina is what they call that little push and in, pull in accordion. Oh, that was my other... That was my other accordion was my other one. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have keys. It I'm, has the buttons and you push and like put it. Yeah, know. it's a, okay. I, that's the first thing I thought. No, well, I mean, it's similar mm-hmm. because an organ uses air to produce yeah. the tones, mm-hmm. but 
Gotta go uh, with the first guess. I don't know. Adam, Adam is a semi-professional trumpet player, Solandra. Oh, yeah. semi. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I, I perform in, in local musical theater. Do you get orchestras. paid? Yeah, I do. But it's not paid. your main source of income? No, so it's not my main source of income. All right. Okay. Uh, they make a reference <laughs> to Jane Fonda's body. I mean, we all, Jane Fonda's very famous. We all know she is. Very famous movie star. Yeah. But why were they referencing her body, Adam Burns? Oh, she released, she had, uh, she was one of the first workout video people. She had a, I don't remember the name of it, but she had a, a workout, several probably, but an aerobic sort of thing. Do you agree with that, Adam Salandra? Definitely. That would be 100% correct. All right, next. Okay, now we're getting to the hard ones here. Eric Severi. She, I feel like she also laid on a tank or something. Oh, that was in Vietnam. I'm but, sure your mom brings it up all yeah. the time. Eric Severi. They bring up Eric Severi. I think, I think somebody compares someone looking like Eric Severi. I wish I could say something convincing, but I have I have nothing. Like I don't have any Eric's that I can think of, and I do not know who that is. Eric so Severi. I, I can't. I had, no, by the way, I'm not a fountain. I had to look up who Eric Severi was. He was a CBS news correspondent, and when you see pictures of him, it's not that he's an ugly man or anything like that, but he's very, very rugged and distinctly a man. So to call a woman Eric Severi, it would be like calling a woman like The Rock. Or something like that. You never think the rock is a woman, you know? So no. he's a, go my, ahead. My friend and I actually laughed at that joke in it yeah. and, and acknowledged like, wow, we do not know who that is. <laughs> but the delivery was still on we point. Have, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have a, we have a local news anchor. I, I can't remember his name. He is so ugly and oh, he's a horrible reporter. Oh, so it's horrible. He's horrible. I don't know why they have him. He's like, they throw, he's always on the scene and they throw to him and he's like, I'm here at the local swimming pool and I talked to the manager. It's horrible. It's just horrible. It's like he's slow and like, what are you doing? Not even attractive. Like why they have so this So you're guy. saying if the guy was but, attractive that it'd be okay if he was a horrible reporter? I'm not saying it would be okay, but he has no redeeming qualities. Uh, yeah, as a it would be something. He's not, he's not, you know, I mean, he sucks at reporting and he's nothing to, he's look, nothing at. to look at. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you, what do you got? What skills you got there? Nothing. All we get these really cute guys who come through here yeah, that, on their way to yeah, larger markets. That's what sucks about LA. So we'll go. We'll go, oh my god, oh he's so cute. And like eight months later, we're like, oh bye, Chris. Yeah, all the all the LA reporters, other all the LA looking are all <laughs> ugly because they work somewhere else until they got older and gross. Meanwhile, yeah. but you know, I have that Spectrum. Spectrum has their own news network, and I think that's one of those you know work up to. Oh my god, they have the cutest guys in the Spectrum One News. Anyway, uh, okay, <laughs> they make a reference to a failed NBC. Sophia says it to the priest. I think it's Sophia. Or is it Rose says, I'm so sorry Helltown was canceled. This is a hard one. I had to look this one up. Helltown. Adam Burns. Helltown. Obviously a TV show that was canceled. She said and they say it. I mean, what kind of what kind of information do I need to know? What the sh- it's a TV what, show that was canceled, what, Joe. The premise of the show. <laughs> Nothing? I yeah. It's a it's a western. Here's what's so sad. Here's what's so sad. Hold on, Aiden's calling. Hold on. Hey, we're wrapping up uh, uh, Shady Pines. Can I call you right after? Mm-hmm. 
All right, goodbye. Wow, let's get picked up from daycare. So, Salandra uh, <laughs> always loves those jokes. <laughs> I always love them. I and mean, I was hoping for one, and I yeah. wasn't disappointed. So anyway, uh, uh, okay. So I, what's funny? I was talking to Taylor earlier because there was uh, uh, I had asked him about a reference that I couldn't even get, and I go, "What about this Helltown?" He goes. The like right off the bat, he goes the um. Taylor knows every eighties reference. Every 80s, he's all the Robert Blake show about the priest in East L.A. And I go, I had already Wikipedia it. It lasted three months in nineteen eighty five. Wow! Why does he know a show that lasted three months in nineteen eighty five? Taylor and Taffy, which is his co-host on his other show. Uh, not RuPaul's Drag Race recap. So Andrew doesn't know the other Taylor one that he is. Does. Taylor's my co-host of Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race recap. Uh, he and Taylor. his co-host on his other show, they are like 80s savants. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Okay, here's one, though, Adam Burns. Solid gold. Oh, it's uh, it's like American bandstand, except uh, it's where they dance. And they're always wearing like gold lame and stuff like that. I kind of want to bring yeah, that show they back. Dance. I, wanna, I need to bring that show back. <laughs> uh, so, Andrew, do you agree? Why well, read the answer? All right. Yeah, here's, another, but- here's another hard one. Hugh Downs. Hugh Downs. To make reference to Hugh Downs. He was on Leave It to Beaver. Okay. What, what do you... Uh, what That do you I'll disagree with. That's actually a brilliant because I there's two ways that Adam Burns could have gone with because the name of the father in the Beaver was Hugh Beaumont, but the twinky older brother Wally was played by Tony Dow, and I think you combined the two, Adam. But I think I did. Yeah. But Hugh Downs was an ABC News correspondent, co-hosted 2020 with Barbara Walters until like the early 2000s. Um, and, uh, what is a very respected newsman? And then finally, Pam Dauber, uh, Pam Dauber here. Uh, now, Burns, do you know who Pam Dauber is? Mork and Mindy. Mork and Mindy. I do you know what Mork and Mindy is, Adam Salandra? Mm hmm. That was a show. And Robin Williams was on it. Yeah, and, and Pam was an Dauber alien. was the girl. He was an alien. That's right. And Pam Dauber was the woman on the show. Yes, and I love Pam. What's funny is she hasn't really been on in a while, but she's going to be on the last season of NCIS. My parents were telling me about this. Because uh, she's married to the star of NCIS, Mark Harmon, and she's coming sure. on a four-episode run of the show. Uh, in the And it's coming up soon, actually. All right. Hey. The guest star on this show was a man named John McMartin. He played the priest. Uh, he was more famously in the film All the President's Men. He passed away, born in 1929, passed away uh, in 2016. I forgot we usually play a game here whether he's dead or alive, so I already yeah, gave away spoiled. that he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Died in 2016 at the age of 86. Uh, this episode aired originally on February 14th, Valentine's Day, 1987. Adam Burns, we're here at the final part of the show. How many cheesecakes are you going to give here this here episode? Uh, I'll go seven. Seven? Okay, very good. Uh, what about you, Salandra? I'll also give it a solid seven. And I'll always remember this was from being a kid thinking this was so hilarious when Sophia says, I was blowing my breasts, Rose. I'm sure back then just hearing the word breasts was hilarious, <laughs> but that is a funny joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I LOL'd several times in this episode. Oh. And for that reason, it gets an eight 
in my book, Whoa, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was very, very funny, and uh, I was a big fan. So that's what I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to any any final words there, Adam Burns. Thank you for visiting with us this uh, past couple episodes. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. No, it's been fun. I enjoyed meeting Adam. Yeah. Well, I have a question yeah. for Adam. What What do you do in the What's your job in the world? Is it a, yeah. is it a secret? What's your it's not job, secret? I'm your a marketing. Career? I'm in marketing, and I'm a writer. Like I, well, I've done it all, baby. I, that's why I'm Adam Slander from show business. But currently, I'm um, in marketing <laughs> for an LGBT media company. Um, so keeping it okay. gay as can be. Let me ask you a question, Slander. This is more of a dig at Jay Ellis. But I, you know, I, I famously have had this conversation with Jay Ellis that if I ever got the funding. He would be employee yeah. number one. And he always says, no, absolutely not. 100%. You mean like full time? Full time. Even if I, I could make him whatever offer I want, he would never, ever do it because it's not what he wants to do. Is that like if I got the funny and I was like, I want you to do today. Podcasting. Okay. Today. So is that a, is that, are we, is that going to No, happen? no. I, I would love for that to happen. I was actually thinking today because sometimes I get mad about this job, right? And I was and that, thinking, yeah, go ahead. Well, uh, so I'm interrupting what you're probably going to say, and I'm sorry, but like I, I was just going to say that I under, when it's something is your job, mm-hmm. it's you very quickly be like, oh, I used to. I, there's a time I would have like given anything to have this because yeah, it's still yeah. your job, yeah. And that's that's okay, that's fine. But as long as you remind yourself, and I did remind myself because I was like, what? How many people could say that for? I had a very busy work day today, and my busy work day included watching two episodes of The Golden Girls and making right. beef with a soy citrus lemon sauce. You know, I mean, I would do it, but Joe only asks me on his free podcasts, and one hundred percent, I would have you on the show, Adam. And pay. first of all, the only people who get paid who are on the public feed, Adam, you famously don't want to be on a Drag Race recap show. I've, you know what, I've started. Now we watch Drag Race. Fun, funnily and enough, you, and so then we, of course you listen to our very popular and very. Uh, well, highly regarded drag race recap every single week, Joe. Oh, you, you, I never miss a you week. You and Adam Salandra both. All right, Adam, thank you so much for being a friend. Hey, see you at Wolfie's. See you at Wolfie's. I was talking to Burns, but I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> but I'm cutting it short. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. You can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. 